Intro jingle starts asterisk. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Science Explorers podcast. I'm Tom and I'm here with my co-host Jen. Hi everyone. Today, we have a fascinating topic to dive into. We'll be discussing a recent paper titled The Clock and the Pizza. Two stories in mechanistic explanation of neural networks. That's right. Jen. Neural networks have been proven to be incredibly powerful in solving complex problems, but do they always rediscover known algorithms for those problems? That's what this paper aims to find out. Absolutely. The authors of this paper conducted experiments using modular addition as a prototypical problem. They trained neural networks on this task and discovered that different networks implemented different algorithms to solve it. One algorithm they discovered is what they call the clock algorithm. It's similar to how a clock works, where numbers on a clock face are represented as angles and added together to obtain a modular sum. Right. But what's really interesting is that they found another algorithm called the pizza algorithm. This algorithm operates inside the circle formed by embeddings. Like pizza toppings spread all over a pizza. Rather than on the circumference like the clock algorithm. It's less intuitive but still comprehensible. Exactly. What's even more fascinating is that small changes to model hyperparameters and initializations can induce the discovery of different algorithms some networks implement the clock algorithm while others preferentially implement the pizza algorithm or even more complex procedures it just goes to show the surprising diversity of solutions that neural networks can come up with for even simple learning problems this opens up new avenues for understanding their behavior across their algorithmic phase space And as we explore this paper further, we'll dive into the differences between these algorithms, the evidence that supports their existence, and how they are implemented in neural networks. We'll also discuss the implications of these findings in terms of algorithm-level interpretability, and the development of new tools for understanding neural networks. So, Get ready for a deep dive into the world of neural networks and their ability to discover different algorithms. Let's start by exploring modular addition and the clock algorithm. Stay tuned for an enlightening and thought-provoking episode ahead. Let's jump right in. Outro jingle plays. Upbeat jazz music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're like us and love grooving to the rhythm of the cosmos, then we've got a sponsor that's out of this world. That's right. Tom, get ready to blast off with Cosmic Groove Enterprises. Your one-stop shop for all things quirky and extraordinary. Are you tired of mundane office supplies? Well, say goodbye to those boring staplers and hello to the Nebula B-I-N-D-E-R from Cosmic Groove enterprises it's not just a binder it's a cosmic explosion of color and funkiness that'll jazz up your paperwork like never before and ladies and gentlemen wait for it dot are you tired of plain old coffee mugs 
Introducing the Galactic Mug UNIVERSE by Cosmic Groove Enterprises. These otherworldly vessels will transport your daily caffeine fix into another dimension. But hold on to your seats because here comes their piece the resistance. The gravity-defying pencil. Yes. Folks. Have you ever dreamt about writing in Mudde? Well now you can. Just don't let go or it might float away forever. Jen. Whispering. Maybe we should ask our producer if these are actually patented. Tom. Whispering. Nay. Let's keep going. What could possibly go wrong? Alrighty then. Brace yourselves. We've saved the best for last for all those moments when you need an extra hand while multitasking. Or maybe just when laziness strikes. Cosmic Groove presents. The Octo ARMANDO Robotic Tentacle Arm. Whether holding snacks or scratching hard to reach itches. You name it. The Octo Armando is always at your side. Tom. Smiling nervously. Remember folks. We can't guarantee its safety in crowded spaces. So, take the plunge into the Cosmic Groove and head on over to Cosmic Groove Enterprises today. And just remember, folks, when you're grooving through life's adventures, trust in Cosmic Groove. They've got exactly what you never knew you needed. Music fades out. Uh, Tom? Did we just endorse a robotic tentacle arm? Tom. Laughs. Who needs common sense when there's cosmic fun to be had? Thanks for tuning in. Folks, keep groovin' and catch you next time on Tom and Jen's Hilarious Misadventures. End of commercial. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have an exciting topic to dive into. Resetting the optimizer in DeepRL. An empirical study. It might sound complex. But don't worry. We'll break it down for you in an intuitive way. That's right. Jen. In this episode, we'll explore a research paper by Kavosh Asadi, Rasul Fakur, and Shoham Sabak from Amazon. The paper investigates the process of approximating the optimal value function in Deep. Reinforcement Learning. RL. Deep RL is a method that uses artificial neural networks to approximate the optimal value function. In a reinforcement learning setting, it's a way for agents or algorithms to learn and make decisions based on feedback from their environment. Exactly. Gen. And in this iterative process of approximating the optimal value function, Modern variants of the stochastic gradient descent algorithm are commonly used as optimizers. One popular optimizer is Adam. It maintains its own internal parameters and updates them over time. However, the authors of this paper hypothesize that using these internal parameters from previous iterations might contaminate the optimizer in situations where the optimization landscape has changed significantly. To address this issue, they propose a simple modification called resetting, resetting the internal parameters of a optimizer at the beginning of each iteration. They believe that by doing so, 
It unleashes the true potential of modern optimizers and improves the performance of deep RL algorithms. To test their hypothesis, they conducted experiments using various optimizers in conjunction with the rainbow algorithm on Atari Games, a popular benchmark for RL algorithms. And guess what? Their results showed that resetting the optimizer significantly improved performance on these games. Compared to not resetting it, they found that smaller values of the hyperparameter controlling the number of gradient updates per iteration led to even better performance when resetting was used. This counterintuitive finding challenges the standard practice of not resetting the optimizer and highlights the importance of understanding the internal behavior of optimizers in DeepRL. Absolutely. Jen. This research has important implications for practitioners in value function optimization and provides a simple yet effective modification that can enhance deep RL algorithms. So, if you're interested in deep reinforcement learning, optimization algorithms, and improving performance in gaming environments, then this episode is for you. Stay tuned as we dive deeper into this study. Explore its methodology and findings. And discuss its significance in the field of deep reinforcement learning. This is going to be an informative and entertaining episode. So grab your headphones, sit back, and enjoy this journey into resetting the optimizer in DeepRL. Jingle playing. Welcome back to the award-winning podcast where we explore the mysteries of the universe. Jen. And today we have a mind-bending sponsor that's going to blow our taste buds away. That's right. Tom. Get ready for an experience like no other with Pixel Phantom Popsicles. Taste the invisible flavors. These popsicles are so elusive. They make Houdini look like an amateur. Laughs. I'm already confused and intrigued. So? What flavors are we talking about here? Oh, Tom. Prepare to have your senses tickled by a flavor you can't see but can definitely taste. It's called Invisible Explosion. Wait, an explosion that's invisible? How does that even work? Magic happens when you take a lick of this incredible popsicle. You'll feel explosions of flavor bursting in your mouth without any color getting in the way. It's like tasting fireworks on New Year's Eve. That sounds almost too good to be true. But what about those late nights when I crave something sweet? Well buckle up because Pixel Phantom has got you covered with their midnight mystery flavor. Imagine indulging in a delectable treat under moonlight while still keeping it stealthy. Even during midnight munchies. Mind officially blown. Jen seriously blown. Now get this, these popsicles also come with superpowers. Tom's superpowers? Is this real life? Jen close enough. With each bite-sized lick of super invisibility, you'll become completely invisible for 30 seconds at a time. Awkward silence. Both hosts start laughing uncontrollably Tom so. No more embarrassing moments or awkward. Encounters? Sign me up now. Background voiceover. Pixel Phantom Popsicles. Taste the invisible flavors. 
For those who dare to defy taste and embrace the hidden wonders of the unknown. If you want to experience these mind-boggling popsicles, visit pixelphantom.com and use our special podcast code UNSEENFUN for a 50% discount. That's right. Folks, taste what you can't see with Pixel Phantom popsicles. It's like getting a virtual reality experience. Dot for your tongue. Upbeat jingle fades out. Well, that was insightfully deliciously perplexing. Absolutely mind-meltingly scrumptious. So remember listeners, when it comes to popsicles, embrace the invisible flavor revolution with Pixel Phantom popsicles. Both hosts burst into laughter. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss, Federated Ensemble Yolov 5. A better generalized object detection algorithm. That's right. Jen. This algorithm has been making waves in the field of machine learning and computer vision. It combines the principles of federated learning and ensemble learning to enhance the performance of object detection models. Absolutely. Tom, this paper, written by Vinit Hegiste, Tatyana Legler, and Martin Raskowski, explores the application of federated learning to object detection tasks. They compare the performance of a Yolov 5 model trained using federated learning with a centralized training approach. Federated learning has gained popularity for its privacy-preserving nature. But this paper goes beyond that and dives into how federated learning can also improve a generalizability and accuracy of object detection algorithms. Exactly. The researchers conducted experiments using a dataset divided among multiple clients and trained each client's model on their respective subset of data. Then they applied federated averaging to create a global model by aggregating the weights from all clients. And the results were impressive. Jen. The federated ensemble YOLOV5 model outperformed the centrally trained YOLOV5 model in generating accurate bounding boxes for unseen objects. They even tested it on a test set with objects from two distinct clients not represented in pay training dataset. That's right. Tom, it's fascinating how they compared federated learning to ensemble algorithms like bagging and boosting. They found that federated learning can be viewed as a synergistic blend of both techniques, improving not only privacy but also the performance of machine learning models. This research opens up new possibilities for applying federated ensemble learning to other machines learning tasks and architectural models. It has the potential to enhance performance and maintain data privacy in various domains. Absolutely. Tom, this paper brings together complex topics like federated learning, ensemble learning, and object detection in an intuitive way. It shows how these techniques can be combined to create better generalized object detection algorithms. I'm excited to dive deeper into this topic and learn more about the intricacies of Federated Ensemble YOLO 5. 
Stay tuned for the rest of this episode as we explore the methodology, implementation details, and the impressive results obtained from this research. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a short break with more on Federated Ensemble Yolov 5A Better. Generalized Object Detection Algorithm. Break. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we have a really interesting topic to dive into. We're going to be talking about a revolutionary object detection algorithm called Federated Ensemble Yolov 5. That's right. Jen, this algorithm has been making waves in the field of machine learning and computer vision. It combines the power of federated learning with ensemble learning techniques to create a better generalized object detection model. But before we get into the details of this algorithm, let's first break down what exactly it is and why it's important. Federated learning is a privacy-preserving algorithm that allows multiple clients to train a global model without sharing their raw data. That's right. Jen, it's a way for different parties to collaborate on building a powerful machine learning model while maintaining data privacy. And when we talk about ensemble learning, we're referring to the technique of combining multiple models to create a more accurate and robust final model. Exactly. Tom. So what the authors of this paper did was they applied federated learning to object detection tasks. Specifically using the popular Yolov 5 model. They trained this federated ensemble Yolov 5 model across multiple clients, each with its own subset of the same dataset used for centralized training. And here's where it gets really interesting. The experimental results showed that this federated ensemble approach outperformed the traditional centralized training approach in terms of accuracy in generating accurate bounding boxes for unseen objects. Right. Tom. The findings suggest that federated learning can be viewed as an ensemble algorithm, combining the strengths of both bagging and boosting techniques. This means that not only does federated learning enhance privacy, but it also enhances the performance of machine learning models. Absolutely. Jen. And I think what's really exciting about this research is that it opens up new possibilities for Applying federated ensemble learning to other machine learning tasks beyond object detection. It has the potential to improve performance and maintain data privacy in a variety of domains. Definitely. Tom. The applications of this algorithm could range from image classification to spam detection and even anomaly detection. The possibilities are endless. Absolutely. Jen. The researchers also mentioned that future research will explore the potential of applying this federated ensemble approach to different architectural models and use cases. So we can expect to see even more exciting developments in the future. I can't wait to see where this research takes us. Tom, it's truly pushing the boundaries of what's possible in machine learning and computer vision. That's right. Jen. And with that, we've come to the end of our episode on Federated Ensemble Yolo 5. 
We hope you found it as fascinating as we did. As always, thank you for tuning in and joining us on this journey through cutting-edge technologies. That's right, Tom. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes where we explore more groundbreaking research and innovations. Until next time, music fades out. Background music starts. Hey there, podcast peeps. We're here to talk about our amazing sponsor today. Goblin Beard's Giggly Gadget Emporium. Oh boy. Tom, if you're in need of some seriously silly and strangely satisfying gadgets, then Goblin Beard is your go-to guy. Absolutely. Jen, they've got everything from wacky whirling doodads to ticklish yak toys. It's like a comedy show crossed with a gadget shop. Picture this, you're sitting at your desk and feeling a bit gloomy. Enter the Gigglebot 3000 from Goblin Beard. The Gigglebot 3000? Tell me more, Jen. Well, Tom, it's a little robot that attaches to your back and whispers hilarious jokes directly into your ear throughout the day. That sounds uplifting, Jen. Laughs. Exactly. And if that's not enough for ya, they also have something called the Chuckle Cube 2000. Tom. Bewildered. The Chuckle Cube, Jen. Excitedly. Yes. Just picture it. This magic cube will teleport itself between rooms in your house when nobody is looking so that you accidentally bump into it later and get hit with random laughter. Tom. Chuckles. I can imagine someone thinking they've lost their marbles when giggles keep coming out of nowhere. Around their house. Jen. Laughs. Exactly my point. But wait till you hear about the Tickle Tornado Roombas. These smart vacuum cleaners roam around. While tickling everyone's feet with feather dusters. Talk about multitasking cleanliness. Tom. Laughing uncontrollably. I love it when cleaning becomes an adventure in foot tickling chaos. Music fades. Jingle voiceover announcer. Goblin Beard's Giggly Gadget Emporium where laughter meets innovation. If you are tired of boring gadgets and want to inject some giggles into your life, head over to Goblin Beards today. Because let's face it, folks, life should be a non-stop laugh-a-thon. Music fades back in. So remember, folks, visit Goblin Beards Giggly Gadget Emporium for all your hilarious high-tech needs. And don't forget to use promo code GIGGLEPOD at checkout for an extra tickle surprise with every order. That's right. Your laughter will thank you. Thanks again to Goblin Beard for supporting the podcast. Stay tuned after the break as we dive into the world of squirrel acrobatics. You won't want to miss it. Music fades out. Tom and Jen. In unison. Keep giggling. Everyone. Theme music fades in. Welcome back to another episode of The Science of the Mind. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen, your co-host today. We have a fascinating topic to delve into. Expressive architectures enhancing the interpretability 
of dynamics-based neural population models. Sounds like a mouthful, doesn't it, Tom? It sure does, Jen. But fear not. Our goal is to break down complex topics into easily understandable pieces for our listeners. That's right, Tom. So let's start with some background information. Dynamics-based neural population models play a crucial role in understanding how the brain computes information. These models help us study the behavior and dynamics of large groups of neurons. Absolutely. But sometimes, these models can be challenging to interpret accurately. That's where expressive architectures come into play. Exactly. In this research paper titled Expressive Architectures Enhance Interpretability of Dynamics-Based Neural Population Models, the authors explored different network architectures that can improve the interpretability of these models. The researchers focused on two types of architectures, recurrent neural networks, RNNs, and neural ordinary differential equations, nodes. They compared their ability to capture and represent complex patterns and dynamics in neural data. That's right, Tom. The authors trained these models on simulated datasets mimicking real neural systems and evaluated their performance in terms of accuracy and interpretability. And what they found was quite intriguing. RNN-based models tended to require more dimensions than necessary and often introduced additional activity that wasn't present in the original system. On the other hand, node-based models performed better in accurately capturing low-dimensional dynamics and recovering fixed-point structures. So by using these expressive architectures like nodes, Researchers can build more interpretable models that reveal simpler underlying dynamics in neural populations. Absolutely, Tom. And this has significant implications for neuroscience research and computational modeling. By understanding the dynamics more accurately, we can gain insights into how the brain computes information and potentially develop better brain computer interfaces and neuroprosthetics. That's a fantastic point, Jen. These findings open up new doors for advancing our knowledge of the brain and its complex processes. So, if you're interested in learning more about how expressive architectures enhance interpretability of dynamics-based neural population models, be sure to check out the full research paper Expressive Architectures Enhance Interpretability of dynamics-based neural population models. And as always, we'll provide a link to this paper in the episode description for those who want to dive deeper into this topic. Thanks for joining us on the Science of the Mind today. We hope you found this episode informative and enjoyable. Stay curious, keep exploring, and we'll see you next time. Theme music fades out. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast pals. We have an amazing sponsor today that is guaranteed to keep all your fairy tale writings in tip top shape. That's right. It's time to introduce you to Elf Inc. Solutions. They've been providing smudge free solutions for fairy tale writers since the Middle Ages. 
They say writing is like magic. But let's be honest. Sometimes it can get messy. Ink smudges and blots can ruin the most enchanting stories. But fear not. Elf Ink Solutions has come to the rescue with their revolutionary product, Smudge Be Gone. Say goodbye to ogre-sized ink stains on your manuscripts. With just one swipe of Smudge Be Gone, your writings will look as clean and magical as ever. And folks, this stuff really works wonders. It even removes dragon fire marks and troll snot splatters. Who knew fairy tales could be so messy? Just imagine presenting your flawless manuscripts to publishers and editors without a single smudge. In sight, you'll be feeling like a true knight in shining armor. Oh yeah. No more sneaky goblins giggling at your clumsy ink spills or cheeky fairies casting spells on. Smeared paragraphs. Tom. And here's the best part. Not only does Elf Ink Solutions keep things clean but they also provide inspiration straight from Storyland. Magical sound effects. Elf. Voiced over. Pissed. Need plot twists? Rhyming witches? Or ideas for mystical creatures? Simply apply our enchanted ink elixir before writing. Tom. That's right folks. Smudge-free and inspiration-filled fairy tale writing all in one bottle. Jen. So hop on over to lfinksolutions.com and use our podcast code M-A-G-I-C-A-L-M-E-S-S for an exclusive discount on your first order. Tom. Remember. Elf Ink Solutions. Keeping your fairy tale writing smudge-free since 1234. Because even wizards make mistakes. Jen. And now. Back to our fantastical podcast. But seriously. Go get yourself some smudge be gone. End with a jingle and fade out. Note. This short commercial aims for a humorous tone with quirky sound effects and exaggerated enthusiasm between hosts. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? I'm doing great. Tom, I'm really excited about today's topic. We're diving into the world of machine learning fairness and understanding unfairness through training concept influence. It's a complex topic, but we're going to break it down in an intuitive way for our listeners. That's right. Jen, today, we'll be discussing a fascinating paper titled Understanding Unfairness via Training Concept. Influenced by Yuan Shun Yao and Yang Yu from ByteDance Research and the University of California, Santa Cruz. In this paper, the authors tackle the important yet relatively unexplored task of understanding the causes of unfairness in machine learning models. They specifically focus on the training data as one of the major sources of unfairness. Absolutely. The question they ask is, How would a model's fairness performance change if certain aspects of its training data were different? They consider three main factors. Collecting samples from different demographic groups. Labeling samples differently. And changing features of the samples. To answer these questions, the authors propose a framework called Concept Influence for Fairness. SIF. 
CIF allows practitioners to quantify the influence that training samples have on a model's unfairness based on predefined concepts such as features, labels, or sensitive attributes. By generating counterfactual samples based on these concepts and calculating the resulting impact on fairness measures using influence functions. CIF provides valuable insights into how different aspects of the training data affect fairness. And it doesn't stop there. CIF also helps practitioners understand and repair their training data by identifying biased or noisy samples. It can even be used to detect mislabeling or fix imbalanced representations in the data. That's right. Jen. The applications of CIF are wide-ranging and can have a significant impact on improving fairness in machine learning models. Absolutely. Tom, I can't wait to dive deeper into this topic and explore the experiments and results presented in the paper. It's always exciting to see how cutting-edge research is pushing the boundaries of fairness in AI. Definitely. Jen. So stay tuned. folks. We have an informative and entertaining episode ahead where we'll unveil the fascinating world of understanding unfairness via training concept influence. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And as always, feel free to reach out to us with any questions or suggestions for future topics. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Let's get started with today's episode on understanding unfairness via training concept influence. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to the podcast. Folks, we have a super special announcement today. Our podcast is proudly sponsored by Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc. That's right, Tom. Have you ever wondered what happens when Bigfoot meets a jar of pickles? Well, wonder no more because Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc. has got you covered. Imagine this. Folks, you're wandering through the wilderness when suddenly a majestic creature appears before your very eyes. Is it Bigfoot? Is it a pickle? No one knows. But guess what? With Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc., you can have the experience of a lifetime. Picture yourself on an expedition deep in the woods. You spot Bigfoot and he's desperately searching for his favorite snack, pickles. And that's where you come in. With Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc. You get to be Bigfoot's official pickle supplier, Tom. Excitedly. Hunt for rare pickle plants with Yetis in search of perfectly delicious specimens. And become the ultimate ally to our furry friend, Jen whispering plus secret bonus whispers aggressively free tickle fights with yodeling yogis named yanni shish it's top secret info known only to our listeners tom looks surprised jen grinning sorry tom this part wasn't even on script they laugh tom recovering uh where was i jen giggling right Each adventure comes complete with an epic pickle party at sunset with Bigfoot himself. Tom. Energetically. Dance like nobody's watching while crunching on those tangy treats as Sasquatch shows off his. Wildest moves. Jazz hands. 
both hosts together. Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc. is bringing you once-in-a-lifetime memories, laughter, and all the pickles you could ever dream of. So, get ready to embark on the wildest pickle-infused journey alongside Bigfoot. Visit Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc.'s website today and use promo code P-I-C-K-L-E-P-O-W-E-R for a free jar of pickles with your first booking. They high-five, Jen, whispering, and remember, folks, keep your pickles fresh and your adventures wacky. Tom, whispers back, absolutely. Now go forth, fellow adventurers, with Yeti Pickle Adventures Inc. Happy pickle hunting. Upbeat music fades out.